on this week's episode of Marketing O'Clock. This new suggested audience in GA4 is really pushing it. <laughs> you must be new here to see our ads. We have reason to believe that Google might be giving advertisers the option to only bid on new customers, even in non-PMAX campaigns. Whoa. There's shopping news coming to Search Console. All on today's show. Welcome, you are listening to Welcome. Marketing O'Clock. Just stay tuned. Digital marketing news, but let's get specific. Digital ads, SEO, and analytics, social media, and more. Pretty much everything that'll make your website perform. New shows every Friday. Every Friday. We give you the news with sass and puns and definitely high takes. Thank you for tuning in. You know what time it is. It's officially marketing o'clock. Settle in, sit back, keep it locked. Hey there, I'm Christine Zernhelm. AKA Shep. I'm Jess Budd. And I'm Greg Finn. And it is officially marketing o'clock. Here on November 18th, 2022. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us for what is going to be a flawless episode. Because we have our acts together. Do we? <laughs> Greg, what's new with you? You're looking very business casual today. Am I? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I put a shirt on. I was doing a bunch of moderating at SMX Next, a fantastic show. All the videos will probably come out here soon. But it was a long day, and I decided to just chronicle my entire day live tweeting because like, it's probably just going to go away, or maybe not. We'll see. I thought I did a pretty good job. Nobody seemed to really like my live tweets. You guys are making fun of me. I just think that you aren't portraying your accurate self. How so? I just think you're coming off as like a bro. You're a taking bro? pictures of the gym. I need to understand what a bro is because I feel like I don't it's not think a that bro. said it's a bro. I'm clearly making fun <clears throat> of me and everything else. He's not a bro, us, and you that's just live why us. tweets like us? this are upsetting to me. Going to be an epic day at hashtag SMX today. Started by working out the BOD register trademark. BOD. That's a joke for the listener. And right. on to the brain next. Arm flexing emoji, brain emoji. Hashtag better every day. Hashtag at digital marketing, that is. That's a joke. Sign up for a jam-packed day of digital marketing with a photo of your CrossFit branded workout equipment. <laughs> I didn't know that was there. Oh, <laughs> you didn't Wait. know the photo was there? Well, no, I took a picture of the, the, the weights. Of the I'm just floor. trying to take you through yeah. my day. I, I'm going through the day. I've got to talk for four hours today. You know that? I'm very... Listen, I was going to use you for my working hard or hardly working, okay. but we're plugging it here. So Greg moderated a couple of great panels. Coffee talk this morning was excellent. If anyone missed it and can watch it back, you definitely should. You can't. It's hidden. It's gone forever. Oh, it is? Yes. Oh, great work. Well, I'm sorry for all those people. We should have plugged it last week. <laughs> However, these tweets, this isn't who you are. You're not a bro. I'm not saying I don't bro. get bro vibes from that. I'm tweeting my life out to the <laughs> folks that want to hear it. Bros don't say folks. <laughs> That's true. Coffee is a bro. <laughs> coffee, a picture of coffee is being a bro. I'm pretty sure you tweeted about coffee. Yeah, it's not being a bro. <laughs> I'm drinking coffee. I'm going oh, to a coffee a talk. I'm trying to increase <laughs> attendance because you failed to mention it last week, honestly. <laughs> You're trying to out-hustle, out- Out-caffeinate, <laughs> out-work. That is so bro. I just hate when mom and dad I just think, whatever, you did a Name great job today. Name one other bro tweet in there. Literally all of them, Greg. You tweeted a picture of 
your <laughs> smelling salts, your Starburst energy drink. Oh, you mean this one? Kicking C4. it up a notch. <laughs> kicking it up a notch for the Maximize Econ with PMAX SMX session. <laughs> You're these turning into facts. a marketing bro. Maybe I'm a bro. Do you ever just I just love that? the staging in these photos. Thank you. You're welcome. Portrait mode. Mm-hmm. No more caffeine, but the smelling salts reserved for marketing o'clock are in play. Just do we not take smelling salts? It's every true time? every week. It's true. Every I week. just think it's funny. I think that someone who didn't know you and was looking at your Twitter for the first time, they just don't get the full picture. Is all I'm saying. Yes, I enjoy bad energy drinks. I enjoy silly things in life. Yeah, like I know a it. bad, really ripped abs <laughs> smelling spray. Smelling bod. spray. It all comes back to the bod for me. If that's not bro, I don't know what I'm is. bringing it in next week. We'll all, we'll okay. all have a yeah. little smell. Yes. We should see if we can come up with a new name for it. That's why Shep is not going to be here next week. <laughs> How can you beat really ripped abs? <laughs> I love that as a flavor name for them. Yeah. Yeah. Great flavor. Guess what's new with you? And nothing nearly that interesting. However, I am trying to be better at playing with my son. Like I'm all about engaging with him. I love spending time with him. But he's really imaginative and I am not. And I've been trying to be better at like role playing with like cars and stuff and I, I feel like he knows that I'm not good at it and he stooped to my level I will just do a dramatic reading of a conversation we had while playing in the tub yesterday okay he's got his little dude and he's like the door <laughs> closes quickly so don't shut it and remain calm and I say okay I'm always calm no you're not oh how am I when I'm calm and he says crying and mad and asking for things <laughs> So you're never calm? I, we were playing. So either he's just like emulating reality and it has nothing to do with me or that's what he thinks of me. And either way, I just, I'm feeling really down in the dumps about my parenting because crying and mad and asking for things, I cry and I get angry. I don't ask anybody for anything. All I, I do is respond to other people's requests. You just asked me for requests. a power cord oh, a minute ago. I oh, broke mine. You stole mine. And <laughs> so I know it's it's fake news. You've never right. asked me for a thing. Thank you, Shop. I just, I don't know how to interpret that. Like we were playing. We were role playing. Well, your little voice was very imaginative. So I think you're off to a great start. That's all I got going for me, Shep. Thanks. What about you? Well, as a Swifty, of course, my life was just consumed with buying tickets this week. Good luck to everyone in the general on sale today if you didn't get tickets earlier in the week. But, you know, living on the East Coast is really hard. It's really, you only get a a break when it's like you get to watch The Bachelor a little bit earlier if you're into that. But for sports, they keep these people up so late at night. All the TV shows are on so late. And now I have never been burned harder than having to enter this pre-sale while the people on the West Coast got at first an extra three hours to learn from our drama and then an entire day. I'm sitting in this line with absolutely no information. My heart just can breaking. You, can you explain this? Because nobody except for you knows Everyone knows. It's like she on She didn't CNN, come into the Greg. lunchroom. She ate lunch at her desk yesterday. I asked her if she was okay. So you had to get in a queue to get these tickets. You had to get in the waiting room at 3.30. Then you got in the queue, uh, I'm sorry, at 9.30. Then you got in the queue at 10. And you only had a code for the one city. Could have been your first choice. Could have been your third choice. Could have been something you didn't pick. And then you waited in line. It said 2,000 plus people in front of you for like four hours for me. And then finally, there's 1,000 people when I have a meeting with our fantastic client, Arda, in 10 minutes. And I had 10 minutes to buy my tickets. It was so traumatizing. 
And then Ticketmaster says there's unprecedented demand. And we were so surprised. You sent out the codes, Ticketmaster. Listen, Blink-182 fans had the same experience a couple weeks ago. And if you would just learn from your elders. More demand, though. But I... for Blink, for sure. Where are you? And I'm so sorry. I'm saying I want to learn from the people in other area codes. But I always have to be first. And I'm sick of bearing this burden. Oh, la dee da. I love it. Oh, oh, it'd be on the East Coast. I have to wake up by 9.30. The horror. It's not waking up. <laughs> the horror. I, I don't know. Should I refresh my browser? Will it ju- kick me out of line? The West pe- Coast so did you people? Get no, don't. Yes, I did. Oh, my goodness. All, All this just to <laughs> say you got the tickets you wanted. It wasn't. It wasn't just to say, but if you are on the West Coast or international and you're buying tickets and you need some advice, just let me know. I'm here to help. And we're also here to help with the news. Greg, what's happening? (laughs) All right. Google has shopped, dropped, and rolled a new feature right into your search console this week. Google is announcing an eligible online store owners that have implemented product markup will see a new section called Shopping Tab Listings. This is rolling out gradually over the next few weeks. And Google also said you might not see any changes for now. The image that they shared, um, not much to it, to be honest. It looks like what you would see if you are trying to get started. There's also a few different things. It seems like if you have a merchant center that's, um, that's active, you will be automatically enrolled into this. Um, and one of the cool things is that it seems like they're making it very easy if you do not have a merchant center, but you maybe have product markup or something like that, or Google's identified that you're selling products. So they're saying that eligible sites that sell physical goods can enable your product structure data to appear in the shopping tab in Google search results by signing up for a merchant center account. Merchant center helps you manage your products and sales. There's no need to submit any products to Google, blah, blah, blah. If you've never signed up for Merchant Center or if you started but not completed signing up, you'll be prompted to sign up. And clicking the link will autofill much of the sign up information for you, making sign up a snap. I love this. You know me. I love their pivot to being helpful on shopping. This is going to be something that is much needed for retailers, um, that communication back and forth, being able to diagnose things better. And maybe this is a sign of something else to come. We've seen Mike Ryan Retail, I think I reported on it last week or the week before, where it said that Merchant Center seems to be changing. Maybe this is a step there as well. But I'm here for it. Kudos to Google for doing this and also just making it easy on people. E-commerce is hard. They're making it easy. Let's give them credit where it's due. Especially this time of year. The most wonderful time. (laughs) Uh, Keeping it Google here, they have a new suggestion, GA for you. I should have saved that. Oh, wow. We've never used that joke before. (laughs) They've added something. I didn't name an episode that a year ago. I don't pay attention, Shep. You know that. They are adding to their library of suggested audiences. Google Analytics at Google Analytics tweeted, we recently introduced a new suggested audience, seven-day unnotified users. This includes app users who have not been reached via push notifications in the last seven days. So I don't know who needs to hear this, but when you create a property in Analytics, GA4, you specify the industry category for the business, and based on those specifications, Analytics will display a number of pre-configured suggested audiences that you can use based on recommended events for those categories. Thank you, Nicole Farley. Um, 
So if you didn't know what those were, that is what they are. And other suggested audiences include item viewers, billable users, checkout starters, wishlist users. There's a whole bunch more. There's like 18 to 20. And <clears throat> excuse me, the news here is not that these exist. They have existed, but the addition of the seven-day unnotified users um, as a suggested audience is what is new here. But all of it's probably news to some folks. Yeah, and I know we talked about this in ICYMI maybe a month ago, but that checkout starters is pretty critical. You know, a lot of people do, uh, you know, add it to cart and abandon cart, but people that started the checkout and left at some point, those people are more worthwhile than people that just abandon a cart without starting that process. So it's really cool. Again, kudos to Google on this. Um, I mean, I have to win Google fanboy of the year because you were positive twice in in a row twice in one main who is this let's talk for four hours and you never know what's going to come out of my mouth would you wait in the queue for it no i'm not (laughs) that's not me (laughs) okay i think we have more good news here i think we don't know about this one yet um okay so this originated um from my favorite news source ppc reddit so this was posted from user safwanish And it says, I'm seeing only bid for new customers in a non-performance max campaign. I run call only ads. I thought this option was limited to performance max campaigns. Does it now work for other campaign types? And I, Seth, want this in all my accounts. (laughs) Yeah. So someone named Ray-Bans2020 popped in and said, we are rolling this out to search campaigns as of last week. It performs nearly identical to its Pmax counterpart. And then somebody replied to that and was like, we? <laughs> and then Ray-Bans was like, yeah, I work for Google. So anyone could say that. <laughs> I know <laughs> anyone on Facebook also is like selling Ray-Bans. <laughs> I like that Ray-Bans is in this PPC Yeah, like no, you wouldn't be. And it's like... Do you take any of the feedback? 95% of PPC of r slash PPC is negative. That's what I'm saying. Nobody that works for Google Ads cares about Google Ads. There's no reason that they would be in here. And you must be like a sadist, a masochist, whatever it is, to be able to go in there and be like, I'm going to have people pooping all over my company. I'm going to be here. And that name is literally like the Facebook account that's hacking people, (laughs) your cousin, once a year about the Ravens. Uh, okay, so some more people were responding to this who saw it in their account. So user TTFV said, yes, it essentially doesn't run your ads to anyone that's transacted in the past year with a tr- uh, via tracking pixel or based on your uploaded customer list, which is optional. This means you won't spend any money on existing clients, which is a double-edged sword since you could potentially lose those clients to competitors. We g- generally just apply a value adjustment so we don't cut out customers completely. Again, this is all from PPC Reddit. Nothing has been announced from Google, but this would be really, really cool if they rolled this out to everyone to have the option to only bid for new customers. That would be amazing. I also wanted to point out there's a setting. I don't know exactly when it popped up, but I feel like a lot of people don't know about it yet. Um, that customer acquisition option in your search campaign. So you can optimize campaign your campaign for acquiring new customers. But this is different from that, I think. Like this is, it seems like it's more powerful than that. And you could like just go after new customers. So yeah. if you want to do like a light version, you could always check that box in your settings too. 
And we talked about this in that coffee talk that nobody can access that Shep recommended earlier. <laughs> why, where, why are you doing that? <laughs> I'm just stating facts. Give it to the people. It's so good. Well, I'm going to do it right here, right here. So, you know, when you have things that are going away, like a similar audiences, right? Like how can you rebuild that? And in one of the SMX panels, uh, Nava Hopkins talked about like, that information is still there. You kind of just have to find these things, right? So like we still have customer match lists. We can put up our customers that have purchased. Maybe it's maybe it's multiple purchases. Whatever you've got, a customer match list, right? And then so you put on optimized targeting for it and you flip on, you know, new customers only. That's going to then make roughly something that could essentially be a similar audience in a way, right? So I think this is really cool to be able to to do this and there's a lot of different options that you could try to like mix and match to you know find profitability love to see it what else is happening well according to shep fellow bro elon musk <laughs> he is a fellow bro this is twitter talk i'm gonna go as fast as i can but it's there's marketing related stuff here um, the lawsuit between twitter and elon is over he's now the chief twit and it's all <laughs> done <laughs> everything's been thrown out and dropped what is it? Should I say the chief twat? No! Okay. Anyway, Twitter 1.1 is almost over too. Elon sent an email on Tuesday night about the new Twitter 2.0. I'm not going to make fun of him. I know Elon has self-proclaimed him neurodivergent, everything like that. This is a very emotionless email. So like, let's just, I'm just going to read it. It says, going forward, to build a breakthrough Twitter 2.0 and succeed in an increasingly competitive world, we will need to be extremely hardcore. This will mean working long hours at high intensity. Only exceptional performance will constitute a passing grade. Twitter will also be much more engineering driven. Design and product management will still be very important and report to me, but those writing great code will constitute the majority of our team and have the greatest sway. At its heart, Twitter is a software and servers company. So I think this makes sense. If you're sure that you want to be part of the new Twitter, please click yes on the link below. And it's a Google form link. Anyone who's not done so by 5 p.m. Eastern time tomorrow, <laughs> Thursday, will receive three months of severance. Whatever decision you make, thank you for your efforts to make Twitter successful. Pretty straightforward, but. He should give people those Starbucks energy drinks to help them keep up with these new demands. Starburst. Oh, Starburst. Starburst. How dare you. Sorry. Okay, and in case you're living under a rock, Twitter Blue had a bit of a mishap when it launched. Twitter Blue is supposed to be about verification. It ended up being about purchaseification because you could pay $8 and just get a logo and then people would change their names and cause all sorts of drama. Um, Elon and team were going to launch it again this week and he said they're punting the relaunch of Blue Verified to November 29th to make sure that it's rock solid. Additionally, it seems like some of the spam and jokes will be cut back as he says, with the new release, changing your verified name will cause loss of checkmark until name is confirmed by Twitter to meet the terms of service. I'm all for this new Blue thing. I think it'd be great. I think if you could sort by people that are paying to see more, that could be helpful. I'm here for it. I don't care. Take my blue check mark away. I don't care. I think it's better. I think it is a way to stop bots. That's fine. Great. And doing the best you can. Whatever. Still do <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> then the world's biggest media buyer, Group M, is telling advertisers that Twitter is a high-risk media buy. Um, there's a whole bunch of different things. This is, this is how you know these people are just so full of crap with everything. They say... Twitter has to resolve several issues per the document. They are as follows. Return to baseline NSFW levels. Twitter is like, 
I think it's like 11% porn on there. Like where are the base, you got to get, what was it, go to 12? Now it's got to get back to 11? <laughs> like what are we talking about? Like Reddit is full of porn, Twitter's full of porn. You just say no porn or something like that. To say baseline NSFW, I don't get it. What is the, yeah. There's internal checks and balances, IT, security, whatever. So they say don't do it. I have an idea for you. If you are worried that Twitter is going to go away, and people are thinking like, hey, should I go to Mastodon? Should I go to Truth Social or whatever <laughs> goofball network out there? If you're just worried about Twitter going away, it's not going to go away. That's where I'm at this week. No, There's nothing else out there, and it seems like he actually cares about making money back on his investment. He's actually pushed a lot of stuff through, surprisingly. I didn't think he could even do that verified blue thing in two weeks. Everybody, Mastodon is not it. Not it. Have fun over on Mastodon talking to nobody if you want to. <laughs> but I think that, again, if you oppose him because he's a giant certified dude, good, don't use Twitter. If you don't like his politics, good, don't use Twitter. But if you're worried about it failing and you're looking for a different alternative, I would not give up on it. I think if we're talking at this time next year, we will see that Twitter is thriving and better than ever. That's where I'm at at this point. And Paul Graham at Paul G had a good comment. He said, it's remarkable how many people who've never run any kind of company think they know how to run a tech company better than someone who's run Tesla and SpaceX. In both of those companies, people die if the software doesn't work right. Do you really think he's not up to managing a social network? So that's where I'm at right now. Hopefully that comes true and I'm done with Twitter, thankfully. Jess, what do you got? We can talk about somebody else then. Here's a headline from the information. Apple loses web search technology chief to Google. And this is according to, and I quote, a person with knowledge of the move, end quote. So these are quiet things here that we're talking about. But according to the source, Srinivasan Venkatachari is the co-founder or was the co-founder of Laserlike, which was a startup that was founded by a couple of former Google search engineers, of which he was one. And they had been acquired by Apple. Now he is going back to Google and leaving behind a search team of over 200 employees at Apple. According to LinkedIn, he's been there at Google for about a month already. Um, it's like the first time I've used LinkedIn in a while. Of note, this team is not the group that is in charge of App Store results, search results, but rather a team that works on technology for the Spotlight and Siri suggestions, search features on iPhones and Macs, and helps improve answers for the Siri voice assistant. So I don't know if this will really be a blow to Apple's attempts at search or if it'll be more of a boon for Google's voice search. I don't... It, just big moves are happening, I think, is the key takeaway here. So stay tuned for more. But I just really hope that he didn't slip in all the blood on the streets on his way over. Oh, yeah. no. And the big news here is that there was rumors. Remember, we reported on it a few times. It was a main news story one time where it sounded like Apple was working on the search engine. Obviously, they are. But it sounded way closer than it was. Yeah. There's news with this that they're now at least four years away from a search engine. So that really A lot of time in digital. Thanks. Like out of everything we've got, Apple is going to, I thought would be the biggest competitor to Google from search. Maybe that'll make ads more competitive. Maybe we'd have a different option out there that cares about us. 
Um, but it's kind of a big bummer that we're not going to see it till 2026, probably at the earliest. Maybe it'll surprise us. Now it's time for this week's take of the week. This is a hashtag fire digital marketing take with extra spice served up for you. We simply deliver the take for your consumption. We give no opinions. We don't influence. You make the call. This week's take of the week comes off of a tweet from the one, the only Barry Schwartz at Rusty Brick on Twitter. And he's got a great Friday recap show that you can watch on YouTube if you'd like and podcast form. Barry says, Google Ads is sending emails out to some advertisers offering to pay them $100 in Google Ads credit for enrolling and automatically applied recommendations. Don't do it. Smiley face <laughs> and a link. And then via um, Andrew Cabrera, Peepsy Greg, and Greg Finn. Um, just a bunch of Gregs hanging out there. And Daniel Parscale responded with a meme from Pawn Stars. It's been a while. I just love this meme, Daniel Parscale, chef's kiss. And he says, best I can do is dismiss all. <laughs> I loved it, Daniel. You made me laugh and chuckle. Much appreciated. Thank you, Daniel. Now it's time for this week's ICYMI. ICYMI, people. This is something you just might not have seen. Maybe something that you overlooked, but you shouldn't have. I see why my people from Sean Ellie at S Ellie 2134. He tweeted this week update from my Google salesman. I'm done calling them reps or support. Ooh. I'm with you, Sean. After one week of digging, quote, because my daily budget was $300, it can spend four times the daily budget if it thinks it will get conversions, end quote. It spent $1,295, that's over 4X, and got zero conversions all day with a $75 target CPA bid. A lot of people were replying to this saying, I thought it could only spend 2X, and Sean said, yeah, that's what he heard too. He looked at the documentation online. It still says 2X, so he was reaching out to see if he could get a refund there. But that is just... In, in the real... The real crime is the time that Sean is going to lose mm -hmm. trying mm -hmm. to save the $900 of his time because he owes it to his clients to do this. But anybody that thinks this is like a 15-minute thing is wildly mistaken. This is probably all said and done time frame. Two hours broken up over three days or four days it's ridiculous. And you have to tell the salespeople how their product works. Like it's not supposed to be able to spend 4X. He has to tell them that. He could just accept all the recommendations no. and get an extra 100 yeah, bucks. At least he could get 100 bucks. <laughs> Don't do that. I'm joking. No matter where you are on your SEO journey, Wix's SERPs Up podcast helps you separate SEO fact from fiction. If you haven't heard of SERPs Up, I'm sorry, but you've been living under a rock. This is Wix's SEO podcast. It's part of their amazing new learning hub on their website, and it is hosted by Wix's Crystal Carter and Morty Oberstein, the dynamic duo. They were just born to host podcasts in addition to SEO. Um, the most recent episode, because they drop episodes every Wednesday covering different topics. The most recent one covered Google Search Console, and then they had one about performance SEO. They have really fun segments that they get into every week. They bring guests on. So whether you're a seasoned SEO expert or someone 
someone who is more of a novice like myself, this is a great place to get started if you want to learn more about SEO. You can tune into the show on Wix's SEO Learning Hub at wix.com slash SEO slash learn slash podcast, or you can just look for SERPs up wherever you're listening to us after our show, please. Um, and be sure to check out the rest of the Learning Hub on Wix's website at wix.com slash SEO slash learn. They're working on a lot of fantastic resources there. Thank you, Wix. Now it's time for this week's pew pew lightning round. At this point in the show, we split up our content into three parts, paid, organic, and social. First up in the paid universe this week from Lawrence Chassis at L Chassis on Twitter. He says, subject line for for your approval. I'm sure he would say it correctly if he was reading this out loud. <laughs> Turn on auto apply recommendations to help improve marketing objectives. How many accounts will accidentally click or actually believe the subject line and I will met and it will mess up their accounts? I don't know. This just feels wrong to me. So it's an email that he's reading, if you can make that out from my bad description, and there's like a CTA button at the bottom that says enable. So if you don't want to get the $100, maybe you'll just click the button for free. Give me the shame. You know the, <laughs> the Game of Thrones shame meme? I yeah. I want that no. for this. On Google. On Google. Not on this the poor is... souls who click on it. No, it's it's so, they're just... It's so short-sighted. Why would you put people into this to make their things perform worse? Well, apparently now they've got until 2026 to have some competition, so. It just, it it pains me about that. And I'm not going to go in. Maybe this will make you feel better. I don't know. I doubt it. (laughs) Google announced this week that they are launching Target frequency globally for all YouTube campaigns. This is not a frequency cap. It's kind of the opposite. They say target frequency allows advertisers to select a frequency goal of up to four per week and their systems will optimize towards maximum unique reach at that desired frequency. Do you guys have something you'd like to share? I can't even even look at you. (laughs) What did I say wrong? No, this is your third read. I really appreciate it. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to help you because you're doing the edits. <laughs> I'm going to finish a story now. Um, okay, something similar to this was launched for Display and Video 360 earlier this year, but now it's available for all YouTube campaigns. I think this is nice. I definitely see that ad for Antonelli cheese more than four times a week. So I think we need this for TV. What is Antonelli cheese? <laughs> Greg, you don't know it? No clue. <laughs> you're kidding. No, Hi, I'm... we're the we're the Antonellis. You don't know the Antonellis. No. People listening are gonna know. Sammy knows. She's Nobody behind the knows you're talking. Nobody about. knows. It's the cheese. a Capital One commercial that's on during all the sports. Oh, and it has oh I been do. For I do. Three years. I just tuned that out. Though. Hey, uh, we're the Antonellis. Yes. It's like the Spark card or something like that. Yeah. Next up, you guys gotta follow Glenn Gabe on Twitter. <laughs> Please. It, there's a million reasons, but one of my favorite. You don't even have to read the article because he summarizes it in the truth. It makes our job really (laughs) (laughs) Here we've got, so far in 2022, Amazon's ad revenue surpassed the money it makes from Prime, Prime Video, and audio or ebook subscriptions combined. That's That's incredible. That's What? (coughs) 
We've got a lot of stories upon, along this track, but we're skipping around and I'm not going to reorganize now. Um, I also saw that Bezos is giving all of his wealth to charity or something like that. Actually? Yeah, like good guy Bezos, I guess. Do you know that TikTok song? Jeffrey. Yes. Jeffrey Bay. Yep, I like that one. <laughs> a guy you know, Jess. Mm-hmm. Matt Navarra at Matt Navarro on Twitter. I got a story from him this week. Dave Navarro. LinkedIn has published a new guide to LinkedIn ads for social media marketers. He basically posted the whole thing on Twitter. It seems really awesome for anyone that's just getting started here. It has a guide to all the ad formats, this cool like recipe card that breaks down your objective, um, your marketing goal and what ad format you should use. So check out his Twitter, download the guide if you want to learn more. We have a new source this week. Digital information world. Okay. I have so many stories from them this week. What oh, no, is no, no, happening, no, no, Greg? What is happening? Do you they're know my, someone there? They're my go-to news source now. It's like, like low-key, great news. <laughs> There's a guy who, who writes everything. He's a doctor. I forget who he is. Doctor of doctor information of the world. I don't know. Digitally. Because I have so many stories from them, and no, they're no, no. all you, really long. You got to take the original I know. source. I know. If you're Greg Finn, you want more of this. <laughs> There's a lot more where that came from. So subscribe to our newsletter, marketingoclock.com slash newsletter. Discord community, we post all these articles in there, community.marketingoclock.com. I'm going to give you a cliff notes. So this first one says TikTok is cutting their global ad revenue target by $2 billion after slumping sales and extravagant spending and they had all these stories about like flying executives all over the world and paying junior people six figures and he doesn't think it's the asils he thinks it's like the decisions at the top so interesting do well, you they know do the, have a lot of turnover at the top so do you know that digital information world is like my secret sauce for like finding articles oh so you, just you usually just have more time so you just and you to, give us yeah. the source I all of a sudden okay i was uh, trying to get it early because i had a lot going on i understand okay mm. it's a great source <laughs> secrets out you could do the show yourselves next week folks. <laughs> yeah don't listen. don't listen anymore okay next this isn't from digital information world but this website looks a lot like it if you could explain that to me this is from standard media index and it's called Retail Media is Here in a Big Way. Should Search Be Worried? <laughs> and this is talking about basically search is growing at a slower rate compared to other digital media advertising. Um, and it says a big shift is that consumers are going to retailers right away to con- conduct their search. So they're going to like Amazon or Walmart and searching for their products. And then the Amazon and the Walmarts are actually competing with us on Google now. So just like a whole new world and what's going to happen. Read more to find out. And if you need proof of that, Digital Information World also <laughs> says that search ad spends declined by 20% in Q3 2022. Yeah, I said not to read that part. <laughs> I did not know that's what you meant, Greg. All right. Breaking news here. Uh, <laughs> the author at Digital Information World is Dr. Hora Anwar. And I'm just going to read the full bio, okay? So everybody sit down, grab a cup of coffee. Full bio. A dental surgeon by profession (laughs) and a freelance content writer by passion, period. Full bio. (laughs) So these articles have teeth. He's like the rusty brick. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, last little bit of news here. A recent study... Revealed that Google Topics was the research resource of choice for around 71% of marketers. So that's all the news you haven't paid this week. 
What? A dental surgeon by profession <laughs> and a freelance content writer by passion. Well, in organic from my man, Neil Mohan, the man, the myth, the legend over at YouTube. We've got something actually fairly cool that he tweeted about. Introducing live Q&A, a new feature for YouTube creators that makes live streams more interactive. You can create and manage Q&A sessions and live chat during streams and premieres. And it looks to be actually pretty slick. Like this is something that is really well needed, I'd say. The moderation of questions as a moder fellow moderator yourself, like, you know, I don't know if you heard about that or not. Um, it can be tough. And so it comes through live Q&A and I believe it starts in chronological order. Um, you cannot add additional uh, moderators to manage the questions, but anybody that is a manager or editor of the account can go through and help to moderate those questions. So that's really big. And then um, there's no maximum number of questions, but after 200 questions, the oldest ones will no longer appear. So a very, very nice feature, a feature that, I mean, nobody's doing Q&A, Jess. Like what other platforms are doing Q&A? None of them. Some right? of them are testing it. We might okay. get there. So Google is settling their location history lawsuit with 40 states. And do you know where Google's current location is? In one of the other 10. Blood in the streets. The bank. Because they owe <laughs> $392 million from it. They had said that they had stopped tracking location. They hadn't. And now they have to pay the states through 92 million. You know what though? Like how about you pay everybody whose location you were tracking? Why do the states go? Where does this money go? I want the money. Roads. Just give me one of the million. Give the other 391 over to the states. Greg, I know a quick way you can make a hundred bucks. No. Maybe they'll win the Powerball and they won't have to pay it. Google wins the Powerball. <laughs> the universe is no longer listening. All right, Google. <laughs> now is showing more AR products and clippable coupons are live. This is huge news for shopping. Um, more and more people are seeing the AR kind of spinny thing. It's a bunch of vans. Shout out Just Bud. Okay. In the example that's up on screen, um, you can view it in your space. Like anybody who wants to see like sneaker on the, the desk, they can do that. Oh, there it goes. And the coolest thing I think is that the promos now have like a clip code in there. So when you're looking at shopping, the example is a Hey Dude Men's Wally Socks, and you can get a shoe sensation, and there's a code that you can instantly clip. So you don't have to remember it. You don't have to copy-paste it. You just hit the button, and it gets copied for you. So I dig it. All right, from my favorite human in the world, Neil Mohan. He says, we are rolling out a highly requested feature. You'll soon be able to use more than 15 seconds of audio when making a short exclamation. Sounds from YouTube videos will allow up to 60 seconds and music will allow up to 15 seconds to 60 seconds depending on licensing permissions. So you can now use more than 15 seconds on your one minute videos. Great. Also, two people on the internet reached out to me and said that they use YouTube music. So I reached I'm going to disavow what I said last week. Two people. The Joe Schmo Show and Cowabunga. People also wow. said that they wanted TikTok for families. I didn't hear that part. I didn't hear that part. I didn't hear that part. Okay. From um, a new study over, at least The Verge reported on it, there's a new podcast that, honestly, this blows my mind. Nearly one in five Americans listen to a podcast every day. The rate has doubled since 2018. 
That's incredible. One of us in this room listens to podcasts daily. I listen to podcasts daily. every day. Okay, there you go. Do you listen to podcasts every day? Yeah. You don't? No. Sammy? Well, maybe not Sammy but... does. We're three out of four, 75% right here. That's insane. And this is one of those things where like everybody's talking about like how do we get creative and marketers. It's not the traditional stuff. Go find a company or a podcast that you can advertise on. People listen. Find somebody that's passionate. I don't know anybody that's passionate podcasters here, but find somebody, test that out. See what works. Like when everybody's zigging, you zag. One out of five Americans, that's insane. I would say that one out of five Americans don't know what a podcast is. Think about all the yeah, old people. Yeah, yeah. Old people ageist. aren't that old anymore. Think about all the people that have never heard a podcast. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would say that one in five Americans was in line for Taylor Swift tickets this week. From the Journal of Search Engines, aka Search Engine Journal, YouTube is testing in-app shopping in shorts. So if you want to shop in 60 seconds, go for it. Um, a new feature from Mike Ryan at Mike Ryan Retail on Twitter. Follow him. Says a new feature in Merchant Center will prevent accidental product deletion, and it's called product protection. And you can turn it on and say start protection when the percentage of products would be removed equals forty percent. I thought that was there before, but Mike Ryan said it wasn't, so um, I trust Mike Ryan. All right, from the I'm really excited about this, but I'm probably the only one. It's from Marketplace Pulse. Shopify is testing universal search. Um, it seems that the search functionality will make Shopify more of a fully fledged marketplace. Um, so if you haven't used Shopify before, they have a shop app that allows you to log in, saves all your details, makes checking out much easier. I use the shop app all the time. It gives you rewards. It's super cool. The best thing about it is it unifies all these small businesses, right? So you can buy something from a very small retailer using Shopify. You don't need to go set up an account. You don't need to go um, log in, do all that stuff. It uses Shopify's shop checkout and then works towards the greater good. So I have been talking about this for years. Go back around the table, sit on the podcast, you'll hear it. There should be a way to search products better. And I think that Shopify with this could actually be the source of it. Um, try the shop app. I have like 13 free dollars. I don't buy that much stuff there, but I just, I, I can spend $13 for free on any Shopify store because I bought so much stuff on Shopify. This is big. And this is just another reason if you're looking to sell something, Shopify is a very fine option to use. Okay, from highspeedinternet.com, people spend about eight hours online every day. That's insane. Is it? You definitely do. We get well, paid I mean, I to work do eight that. Hours, so yeah, I guess yeah. it's not that insane. Uh, <laughs> internet usage is still increasing. Compared to last year, 44.7% of respondents said their internet usage has increased. I mean, it's not going away, you know? Thank goodness it's at a high speed. From Marie Haynes, she uh, highlighted this one element that I hadn't seen before about general structured data guidelines. She highlighted something that said, pages or sites that violate content guidelines may receive less favorable ranking or be marked ineligible from rich results. I knew about the ineligible from rich results. I didn't know that if you violate content guidelines for structured data, that you could receive less favorable ranking. That's a fairly big deal. So if you're out there and you're spamming with reviews and saying it's five stars and it's not, it's not a technical Google penalty, I'd imagine, but saying that you're going to receive less favorable ranking for violating policies is by 
English definition of penalty. So, you know, if you're out there manipulating things, you could face, according to Google, less favorable ranking. All right, I've got a new, just a little segment here. Made it up on by myself. Tell me what you think about the name. Tales from SEO Reddit. Cease and desist. Okay. And it's called, I have an SEO job, period. IDK what I'm doing, period. And this is from It's Chumi. And they say, so I'm starting this SEO job, but I'm afraid I don't actually know what I'm doing. It's my first time I would practically have to execute, not just learn, and I don't know what to do. All my knowledge is theoretical. I got this job because I had similar experience, but not really SEO related. I'm afraid I don't actually have a clue what I'm doing. The reason it's in here is from a response from one user called Moist Possum. And Moist Possum says, join the club. It gets worse. (laughs) (laughs) Top rated response. This is who you might have running your SEO. You're paid. We need, you need to vet who's working on your accounts, people. Okay. But I just loved it. The top one. Like, you know what? At least I'm they're looking- aware. Yes. Self-awareness. It's Chumi. Hi. I'm the problem. It's Chumi. Okay. Well, I, I, I mean, it. if you're in that scenario, maybe pick another profession. Oh, picks, did you say? Uh, just another four and no. two week. Nobody Don't cares about this, but Don't I'm 31, 20, and one on the year. I got the Panthers plus 12, the Vikings plus one and a half, the Giants minus three, Texans plus three, Colts plus eight and a half, and Vegas plus three. That's it in, so- in organic. What's happening in social bud? More sports, Gregory. Uh, from Matt Navarra, good news. Twitter is working on freeing up dormant account usernames. This will be popular, he says. Um, and then there's a screenshot from at, <laughs> at Goose Wayne, which I just realized is probably supposed to be like Bruce Wayne. <laughs> um, it says, hey, Elon, can you purge accounts that haven't been active in the last 15 years? There's a lot of usernames that are going to waste. And at Elon Musk verified said that's coming. So I guess. that's a big problem yeah. though. People just sit on these names, try to sell them, which is against terms of service. It was very, for a while. It was easy to get something. Then it got really hard. Good, free it up. Let people use the darn service. Yeah, I just I feel like I need to get tweeting. Maybe something with Mastodon lyrics. Okay, what is it going <clears> to <throat> be? Your tweet first tweet. Let me guess. Roar! <laughs> <laughs> Are those lyrics? Mastodon's a nice band. Is it? I, I got my sleeve done to them because my tattooist was like, if we put that on, it's going to be really good radio after. And I was like, go. So there you go. Fun fact. All right. I can't relate to a single part of that story. <laughs> Maybe you can relate to this one. Do you think more users relate to Mastodon <laughs> or listeners to Mastodon or Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift. I, we need a poll, a Twitter poll. Twitter poll, marketing clock. At Marketing Clock on Twitter. We're going to lose this one, Greg. Mastodon or Taylor Swift? <laughs> We're going to lose. Menachem is with Mastodon. And me. Yeah, so you, you'll have three people. <laughs> I'm going to ping him. You'll have two because I'm not going to use Twitter. Oh, I, I need to use Twitter. I forgot. I'll, I'll participate in the poll. Okay. So we said this was coming. Now it is here. Move over MySpace. <laughs> Digital information world. The source we don't talk about. <laughs> Instagram is allowing users to add music to still image posts. Again, we talked about this, that it was in testing. It is a real thing now. I'm so glad we were able to circle back on this. 
Oh my jaw is cramping from laughing so hard. <laughs> Nobody told me that. I didn't. Know. I yeah. <sighs> we both didn't know. I still don't understand. Every week I'm like, just we use the source. Know. Use the source of the information. There's a the source. source was I'm a curating from the Instagram news. on this. One. I'm curating I the know. news. I know. You use the source of the news, not the curated stuff that I find. <laughs> Find the source and report on the source. Unless it's a yeah. funny source like Neil Mohan. <laughs> I use Neil Mohan because he's funny. Listen, sometimes you just have to read what Matt Navarro says, even though he's not paying attention to us. He sums it up well. He's the Glenn Gabe of people who ignore us. Okay? Glenn Gabe is better. Sorry, Glenn. Um, move over MySpace. <laughs> this is the thing. You can do it. I'm going to post something with Mastodon if I can because I have access to this in my account. So I think it's rolled out. It's very exciting. <laughs> and rolling with the news, the original source for this one is Alessandro Paluzzi. He shared several updates that the digital information world caught up on. And my look, source no. from Digital Information World is Digital Information World, so I don't know what you want me to do. Oh, my God. It's an internal link. Oh, or a financial right. time, and they we, want me to pay a dollar for four weeks. Rain it in, okay? Let's just all, all deep breath. I have no money left. I spent it all on Taylor Swift tickets. Let's just chant here, okay? <laughs> a dental surgeon by profession and a freelance content writer by passion. Passion. My passion. passion is also regurgitating things other people wrote. I align with that. Okay. <laughs> to regurgitate the regurgitator. <laughs> if, you, if you use digital information world again. D I W DIY DIY was taken. <laughs> This is the stupidest, stupidest thing any of us have ever. Who listens to the show at this point? Whining five Americans every day. Can we talk about the news? An yes. AMA. Can you please deliver the news by passion, Jess? There's an AMA feature coming to Instagram for influencer profiles. Could boost engagement. Nobody knows I just how said it works. that wasn't possible. I know. I figured you read ahead because you're curating the news. Okay. Another feature they're developing is sharing stories only to followers that you follow back, a.k.a. probably your real friends. That is nice. Alessandro Paluzzi found all of these things. <laughs> not your dentist. Okay. This was not in the article from the source that shall not be named, but this was another Alessandro find. Instagram is working on Glimpse, which is a new type of story for sharing a moment, whatever that means with the eye emojis. Basically, you could take a video or a photo with the front and back camera and only people who also glimpse can see your glimpse. Whatever. From Facebook. God. <laughs> Here you go. Get ready. It is a season of giving. Try a new way for managing your group. Transform your group by giving your members the option to make themselves moderators. Speaking of masochists, this can be a great way to share the workload of running your group. If you enable this feature, every member will be able to make themselves a moderator. Ooh, green light this. You can try now. There's a nice CTA there. The thing is, like, you always say if everything's bold, nothing's bold. If everyone's a moderator, there's no moderation. Don't turn this on. 
unless you are a masochist. <clears throat> Last up here in social from Reuters, Reuters, Routers from Digital Information World. <laughs> Just kidding. I think it's routers. Is it? I always no. say Reuters. I say it all the time with no problem. Today you got a little nervous. Reuters. <laughs> Meta is winding down some non-core hardware projects. We know about the layoffs. We've talked about those. They're also going to wind down work on smartwatch projects. God bless them. And... This one stings. They will be exiting the portal smart display <gasps> business. Greg, no. do you want to say it one last time for the people? R I Portal. That's so sad. <laughs> portal. I just meant to say portal, but the whole thing is good. Portal. <laughs> and that brings us to our real life segment straight out of our accounts and into your ear holes. It's time for Working Hard or Hardly Working, where we talk about what's going on in our IRL work, good, bad, or otherwise. For me this week, we set up a new account for a client and set up all the ads and immediately got flagged for using trademarks and ad text, our own brand name, the trademark we owned. And it was just impossible to find any information about where to fix this online, so I had to contact support. Of course, chat and phone are just mysteriously unavailable. Mm -hmm. So I'd send an email. Two days later, they got back to me with an email address about where to go for trademark inquiries. Why isn't that just available anywhere so we know who to talk to right away? That would be helpful. Thank you. Jess. I have something actually helpful. Document chips in Google Docs, if you hover over them, it will tell you who owns it and if there have been any updates since the last time you opened the file. I think that is infinitely helpful. So thanks for that, I guess. Craig? I was planning on talking about reporting and telling you to go watch Corey Henke's SMX presentation or talking about the awesome reports that Kberg made on our team. But you know what? Something working hard for me as much as I'm laughing digital information world <laughs> is a great source. It's a great source. And I am digital marketing by passion. And that's your band shirt. And I appreciate the fact that they curate stuff for me so I can pretend that I curated it. So digital marketing information world. There you go. Working hard. And now for this week's cool tool. As a reminder, our cool tool segment is not an official endorsement or paid mention. We're simply sharing something we found in our travels that may be of use to our listeners. And is really, really cool. This week's cool tool comes from Mike Rhodes, and it helps PMAC advertisers be well-equipped with a script. Providing visibility into PMAC's campaigns with charts and insights into asset group performance. He's got a whole LinkedIn post that talks about one of the biggest takeaways from its use so far, how the machine seems to treat new, unproven asset groups, as well as a link, obviously, to the script itself, so you can implement it in your own accounts for free, it's kind of a cool tool slash must-read marketing article of the week hybrid. So if you are a Google Ads nerd or just using the thing and you have PMAX going, definitely check this out. As always, we will have the link in our newsletter as well as on Discord, community.marketingclock.com. Pick your poison and check it out. Now it's time for our must-read marketing article of the week. An article so advanced, so in-depth, so detailed that we simply cannot cover it in its entirety on today's show. This week's must-read marketing article of the week comes from Ahrefs, and the name of the article is 78 SEO Statistics for 2023. 
And Si Quan Ong wrote the article. I just love this. A lot of times you have to make a case for yourself. You have to pull out facts. You need all these things. These 78 facts that they have are absolute bangers, all right? So here are a couple that I liked quite a bit. The top ranking page gets the most search traffic only 49% of the time. Pretty crazy. Google is now 33% more likely to rewrite title tags. 94.74% of keywords get 10 monthly searches or fewer. Don't forget that long tail. And there's 75 more. So if you're looking to equip yourself, sound smarter in meetings, make a case for your SEO programs, don't miss this from Ahrefs. Thank you. See. And now onto our playlist of curated songs to work to. You can head over to playlist.marketingoclock.com to listen to Marketing a Playlist. This week, I continued my season ticket journey with our local theater, Shays. So me and Jill saw Tina, the Tina Turner musical. Okay, I, I, I'm into this. And of course, my favorite Tina Turner be, song. It better be. What's love got to do with this? My favorite Tina no. Turner song is already on the playlist, even though it's covered by Glee. It's River Deep Mountain High. So my next choice will be Proud Mary, the only Tina Turner version. Ike, you can go step on a Lego. Wait, isn't that a Creedence song? <laughs> I think it, they covered it, right? <gasps> oh, wait, who covered Creedence it? Who is a covered Harry Potter who? villain? What are you saying? Creedence Clearwater no, Revival. Yes, you might CCR. Be right. You might be right. I am a CCR. Written by John Fogarty. Yes. That doesn't mean I can't have it. I know, but don't act like it's an original. Oh, did I say that? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> no, you said Ike can step on a Lego, yeah. like you mean. <laughs> He's a bad guy. Was. Okay, Jess, what are you selecting? <laughs> Drumming song by Florence and the Machine. Greg? <clears throat> I'm going to go with Shine On by Crash Diet. It's just a great pump-up song. All right, that does it for today's show. It is now officially not Marketing O'Clock. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Marketing O'Clock. If you're looking for more information on today's topic, head over to marketingoclock.com slash newsletter to receive every single article we cover. We share the news as it breaks in our Discord community. Head over to community.marketingoclock.com to join. Welcome to this week's Shoot in the Hack. We're after our famous Friday news show. We don't talk about marketing anymore. We just... Shoot the hack. Today we're playing my favorite game. Greg hates it. Hate it. It's called the Apex Mountain Game where we go through a list of famous Hollywood actors and you guys, Greg and Jess, are going to say what you think that person's defining role is. You didn't even try to like change the name of it. You just stole he this stole from this. Bill Simmons. I, I thought he stole it from someone else. It doesn't Us. matter. I totally it's, stole the name. Stole it completely. Yeah. I, you know what? Poke holes in this is really a Bill Simmons thing called Half-Baked Ideas. I changed the name of it. Why don't That's we why call like it, it Talent Summit? Okay, Talent Summit. Ooh, I like this. Okay. <laughs> We're going to do a little change this time. Last time I chimed in with the correct answer at the same time that you guys gave your answers, but today I'm going to come in after and tell you whether you're right or wrong. Okay. So We're going to be right. On the count of three, you guys are going to tell me the person at the same time their defining role. Ready? Yep. Starting with James Earl Jones. Star Wars. Three. Let <laughs> count, but at least you're on the <laughs> I was going to give you a few seconds. You said Star Wars and you said... Sandlot? Is he in Sandlot? He, he is. is. Wow, that was a, on my list. But the correct answer is Mufasa, the Lion King. <gasps> wow. Jafar was good in that. 
<laughs> he's not America's dad. He's the world's dad. <laughs> okay, and you said Star Wars. I mean, that's okay. He's Darth Vader, unless you watch the new version mm, with Hayden Christensen. Yeah, I think Hayden Christensen. Nobody knew him. Mm, mm, mm. Nobody knew him as that. It's wrong. Okay, let's see what you think about this one. Kevin Bacon. Three, two. Wait, wait, wait. I have to think about Kevin Bacon. <laughs> yeah, he's just rapid fire. Uh, you can't have too much time. I know, but I don't even know what he's You don't in. know one role? There's a right answer. You just automatically lose. Okay. Three, two, one. That Trevor starring Fred Ward. <laughs> I knew. I looked up actors and Trevor's. <laughs> Get out of here. Wait, what was yours, Jess? When he's the lyric in that LFO song. <laughs> That's a great Party answer. Rocking. Unfortunately, you're <laughs> both LMFAO. incorrect. Kevin Bacon's defining role is Balto. Oh my! Have you ever seen Star of Echoes with a fingernail? <laughs> is like that Tremors? No, but I forgot that she's always doing Disney with these. So we have to play strategically if we're trying Balto to win. Balto is not Disney. It's anime. What is it? Fox? Is it whatever? Yeah. Who ever did Anastasia? Mm-hmm. And she does cartoons. That's what she does. Animated children's films. Okay. Let's see if you're correct on this next one. Jess isn't going to know any of these person's movies. Meryl Streep. Death becomes her, and don't even. Sorry, I forgot about that. No, one. Greg, what's no, your I don't even know a movie. <laughs> don't Seriously? Devil Wears Prada. Don't animate that woman. Death becomes her. Devil Wears Prada is oh, a top oh, choice. Okay. Yes, yes, that's but my pick. She played like she should have been Anna Wintour, starring Adrian Grenier. Mm-hmm. He's the star. Okay. But the correct answer is Netflix is the prom. She not animated. Dee Dee. This is why everybody hates the game. This is yeah. everyone's favorite additions to the soundtrack. You've got to check it out. Death becomes her funniest. I need to see dark. That. Com- You've never seen Mm-mm. it. They're remaking it. You need to watch the original before they ruin it. I need to make my way through Meryl's entire catalog. Okay, clearly. Next choice: Eddie Murphy. Three, two, one. <laughs> Bowfinger. Um, <laughs> I'm blanking. See? Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop. I was going to say kindergarten. I'm like, that's, that's Arnold that's Schwarzenegger. Arnold. Like, yeah, what that's Mr. Doing? Mom. The correct answer is Haunted Mansion. No, it is okay, not. Let's, can we, let's, let's, let's. Dr. Doolittle. Okay, Michael Keaton. Batman. Multiplicity. <laughs> oh, oh, good one. Good one. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. That's Batman, though. <laughs> What did you think of him as anything other than Lindsay Lohan's father and Herbie Fully Loaded? We've not seen that. <laughs> Let me look up the box office number. Jack oh, one person seen Herbie Fully Loaded. Has anyone Jack seen Frost? It. Yeah. Well, he was a children's movie. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe you didn't pick that. <laughs> I thought I was picking like movies you guys were going to have. Multiplicity for. is like Animorphs for adults. Look okay, last Multiplicity. one. Multiplicity. Did that did that win an Oscar or no? <laughs> Definitely not. Oh, okay. I hate math. <laughs> okay, last one. Three oh wait, I say the name. Sandra <laughs> Bullock. Down, just yell your favorite. Sandra Bullock. Three, two, one. Miss Congeniality. Yeah, I said Miss Congeniality. Oh, I won! I won. <laughs> More than speed? Yeah. That's your breakthrough. Never heard of speed. Wait, Are actually, Keanu Reeves, mine? Speed 2, where the cruise ship just destroys an entire oh, man. city. What a drop off from Terrible. one to two. Keanu Reeves' starring role, is he in like the lake house or whatever? What? What is she talking about? <laughs> He's in about? Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. 
This is like the, the Matrix, <laughs> the like John Matrix. Wick, and you're like, is, is he been at the lake? I mean, he was like, in Constantine. Was he in your brain? He's in like a romantic comedy where he and that woman are like sharing that house. I'll let you know Life is a house. Out. Speaking I, of Hayden Christensen, I would love to be in her brain for like 15 minutes. <laughs> I don't think you would last. Yeah, yeah I don't either. Brain. You'd come right out the ear. Help. Okay, well, let us know how you did on today's game, and we'll see you next week.